Hey y'all, welcome to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner. I'm your host. And every other week we call my dad Toby. And we just have a real and raw and honest conversation about things that are going on in life, whether it's relationships, parenting, mental wellness. We talk about all of it. And we want to bring you along too, because you're not alone in your struggles. Lots of times these things aren't talked about and you might feel like you're the only one, but you're not. And so let's go ahead and do it. Let's call my dad. Uh, Hello, Bailey. Hello, Father Slough. How are you? Well, what what time is it right now in Hattiesburg, Mississippi? Uh, 10, 10 a.m. What time were we, was this call scheduled for today? (laughs) We don't schedule these. We just call each other. Uh, not true. <laughs> what th- I'm all into authenticity. So what time about, was 930. it? 9.30. 9.30. And then what? When did, I got a text saying, hey, let's push it to? 10. And what time is it now? 10.10. 10. You? This is what I deal with, everybody. <laughs> this is what I deal with right here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm in my backyard. So everybody that watches, which there's not probably very many. They're getting a good view of my trampoline. Fine. Uh, yes, I see that behind you. Trampoline <laughs> and a lot of holes. Yeah, that's from the dog. I know. And the kids. <laughs> so anyways, um, I would like to start a little differently, if you don't mind. Um, when we're recording this, there, there's just been a lot of stuff going on in our world. I mean, there always is, but there's recently been some pretty traumatic events. and. Um, I feel like even outside of those, a lot of people I've been talking to have been struggling um, with uh, whether it's sickness or or it's their just their mental health in general. So I was going to ask, um, especially for parents, since that's a lot of who listens, who are, um, you know, just have a heavy heart for their kids in some way, if you would start out by praying for them. Sure. Uh, so, Lord, I am grateful that uh, your word tells us that when it feels like the mountains are falling into the sea, that you're still on the throne. Because uh, sometimes it feels like that. And I would pray, Father, that uh, we would fight for the peace that is promised us, not in concept or idea, but in Jesus, and that he would rule and reign in our hearts and our homes and our lives and give us something beyond ourselves in moments when we hurt. I am grateful, most of all, Lord, that you promised to be near to brokenhearted people. And uh, that that is when we sense your presence the most. And so I'm grateful in advance that you're drawing near even in this moment to people's hearts. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Dad. You know, it's it's sad because we've done a, a, a message about, we did a podcast just like, feels like yesterday, but it was last year when everything happened at Uvalde. And um now we're dealing with similar at, from Nashville and you've, you've spoken on it on our social platforms, thankfully. Um, but, and I don't want us this to be the whole thing we talk about, but there is a lot of uncertainty always, but it seems heightened um, at least in my circles right now. And so like, if you could just give two, you know, two pieces of advice or wisdom or encouragement, you know, to anybody starting out there who's listening um, what would that be on the, just on the topic of feeling uncertain about everything that's going on? Well, I would say number one, that 
you you have to guard against feelings that are very rational and real moving to a place where an extreme i would call it where they become self-destructive like uh you've heard me say this baby but it's like you ought to be concerned mm-hmm. you ought to you know check back with your school your kid's school to find out what their plan is in case of an active shooter coming on the campus but when that concern turns into you become consumed with mm-hmm. what ifs uh when you can't put your you know phone down because you want to scroll through and see if there's some more information and it's all you think about is keeping you up at night. Concern is moved to being consumed. And so you have to fight that as you see yourself moving in that direction. The, you, the other part of that is you ought to be angry. You ought to be angry that we've talked about this not too long ago. And that quite honestly, uh, right now anyway, it doesn't look like there's any end in sight. I don't, I don't see Washington rallying to change. Mm-hmm enact some gun legislation. I mean, hopefully they will. Hopefully our voices will be heard. So we ought to be angry about it. But when your anger turns into bitterness Mm. and bitterness, uh, man, bitterness eats your soul. And I watch some of it on social media, quite honestly. It's like, man, I understand you being angry, but, but when you begin to assign motive and blame and it's us versus them, and unless you see it the way I see it, you and I, Aren't can't be in a relationship because you obviously either don't love Jesus or you're an idiot. Uh, what that does is it turns us into bitter, cynical people where uh, we can't, we don't become the what our destiny is to become. So I've got to guard, not let my anger turn into bitterness, and I'm not. I've got to work at it to not let my concern uh, turn into being consumed. That's the first thing I'd say. The second thing I would say is this, is if if the, these kind of events, I hope, would be uh, kind of the launching place for us to recommit as moms and dads, as grandparents, to creating a culture and atmosphere of peace in our homes before these events happen. This is the reason that I hardly speak anywhere, including this podcast, if you went back and count it without talking about the 40 I am's and about us being very clear about who God is, who we are, uh, and reminding ourselves first so we can be filled with that kind of peace and poured into our kids' lives that God is in control. He is the same God today that he was three weeks ago before any of this news hit. Mm-hmm. And that he, uh, you know, I get a little, I'm going to go off here saying, but I get a little, uh, I don't know what the word would be, uh, Frustrated, I guess, with all these Christian answers to tragedy when it happens, you know, Mm. and, you know, how could God allow, hey, man, God did not do this. Uh, God, he's, he's weeping with us. He's dying a thousand deaths, if you will, the story of the cross with these families that lost kids. He just values free will so much that he's going to allow us to make choices. And sometimes people make really bad choices and they Mm -hmm. affect other people. As I've told you a million times, we're all in the same boat, man. You kick a hole in the boat, we're all going down. And uh, so I think we got to be really careful to, to make sure that our peace, our atmosphere of peace doesn't get disrupted to the point 
that we don't have an anchor. You know, we don't have a a storm, a, 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 a port in the middle of these kind of storms. And we have to create intentionally over time these this atmosphere of peace in our home for when these moments come. Now you have a point of reference to talk to your kids about it. Mm, that was good. a long answer, but that, you know, those two things I think <clears throat> are the most important thing. Oh, that's good. And our we always have our 40 IMs on our website and linked in our show notes, but um, we're also coming out with some new resources surrounding the 40 IMs that will be really exciting. So make sure you guys are on our newsletter list be, or email list because we'll send it out to y'all first. Um, but well, on like just going on, I was talking actually this morning with someone there. She was like, what are y'all going to talk about today? And I was like, we just talk. We don't really plan this. So uh, just we I know we mentioned that, but it's true. I I do. I want to ask you on the topic of like when when we're struggling as as parents or grandparents or whatever, the adults. And, you know, you say a lot to feel your feelings, but don't let them be a steering wheel for your life. Mm-hmm. And um, I there have been times before in my life and I've noticed this in my friend's life where they're going through something hard and it just feels like being an adult like is and being a parent is too overwhelming, you know, and, and you just want to sit in the bed basically. And you don't have the feels like you don't have the capacity to do all the different responsibilities that you have to do, but, but obviously they are our responsibilities. So I wanted to kind of ask you, how do you, in the past, when you felt that way, I know that, you know, you've shared a lot about your panic and anxiety. Um, how do you get yourself out of that to make yourself get back into the rhythms that, you know, in the responsibilities that you have, instead of just letting yourself go there where you're just coasting and vegging out and, and not taking on your responsibilities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I do know what you mean. And the answer is I don't get myself out. God, God has to get me out mm-hmm. of it. Uh, but, you know, our favorite little fish says you can do hard things. And the fact of the matter is, man, you do not build resilience in your life without resistance. Mm-hmm. I mean, resistance, ex- experience resistance builds resilience. And so what I have found has been that Every time I do a hard thing that I build a little more resilience for the next time that I need to do a hard thing and the kind of the life hack that has always helped me. And it, it was when I was first experiencing severe panic attacks and I, I would, uh, I'd get up on a Sunday morning, you were a little girl. I mean, this is forever ago. And, uh, long before you and your brother would get up and I would get in the car, I would drive to the church building. Sometimes I'd pull over and throw up. Uh, I would go into my office long before anybody got there and I'd lay my head down my desk and cry and, and say, God, I need that. I need an hour. I just need you to give me an hour. And, you know, I would go preach the first service and come back to my office and lay my head down again. And your mom would come in and pray for me. And then I'd ask God for an hour. Mm. And, that that season, as hard as it was, taught me about what do you do when you don't have any capacity? And what you do is you ask God for enough. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked so much over the last year about this principle of uh, the manna and having a manna mindset. Mm-hmm. And that whole teaching was born out of desperation mm-hmm. of 
you know, when you got married and I didn't want to be so emotional that it became about me and not you, I sat there while mom went over there with you guys the morning of your wedding and laid across that little futon or whatever the, not futon, what do you call it? Like the padded footrest we had and just cried and said, God, would you just give me an hour? Just give me one hour a day. I do not want this to be about me. I want it to be about her. I can just tell you so many times in my life that I've, I've had to do that. And uh, so now I think part of it is I just, when I feel that coming on, uh, number one, I lower my expectations. In other words, I, you know, I may not do it as well as I would have done it if I wasn't feeling the way I was feeling, but doing it is half the battle, right? And then number two, I just say, hey, God, I just need till my kids go to bed at six. Mm-hmm. Could you just help me lock in and give me a little something or seven or what, you know, it is. Just give me patience and peace and enough to get through the next three hours. And I mean, God is faithful in that. But I think a lot of times what we do is we just throw up our hands and say it's too hard. Mm-hmm. And we don't build resilience because we avoid resistance mm-hmm. and we medicate, you know, with Apple TV, Apple Teenies, food, whatever. And that starts a pretty big downward spiral, you know? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who knows somebody who's in that place um, of not like having the motivation to build their resilience? What do they what do they need from someone that, you know, like if you're if you love someone who's in that spot and they're just like down in the ditch, you know, what do you what do what do those people do? Well, I I love the proverb that says a cheerful word is good medicine. Mm -hmm. And so I think. A lot of times telling somebody, texting someone that you, you believe in them, uh, that uh, you're here to help. You can do this. I know it's hard. What can I do? Uh, once you know, I'm going to pray for you every hour on the hour. And I've set reminders and done that for folks when the show. Just, again, letting someone know they're not alone is the greatest thing you can do for someone when they're struggling. But you can't do it for them. Mm-hmm. Because they don't build any resilience. You take care of their resistance. But there, but there are things you can do to help them. And encouragement, I think, is at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Well, I I feel like there's just so many situations I've been encountering with people that where they've been in that place for, for various reasons, you know. And so I just felt like today I wanted to just talk about that because and I know we've we've mentioned these things on other podcasts before but I've listened to you my whole life and I still have to be reminded of the same things so I just hope this is a reminder to people about the power of of remembering God's word and his truth and then also built like that we it's okay to feel down but like you said there's that gives you a chance to build resiliency and to view it as that and I love what you said about hour by hour because Sometimes a whole day can feel too overwhelming, you know, to get me through today, but get me through an hour, help me with an hour is, is really the best place to start. Could be a minute too. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's, it's moment by moment. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it's another reason that you in these seasons recommit not only uh, to an atmosphere, you know, creating this atmosphere of grace 
or in or peace in your home, but it's also now we're going back to self-care is soul care and it's not selfish and it's important for you to take care of yourself. And uh, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is take a nap, as we like mm-hmm. to say, and resting. Uh, when you get a chance to rest, resting is it's it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that you build all this stuff into your life out of pain, right? It, it's mm-hmm. out of pain that you build it. Pain is is the motivator, and I spent way too much of my life. I would say it was like running fast, hitting a tree, knocking a bunch of limbs out, falling down, having people I cared about have to pick up the limbs around me and then run in again. And, you know, that's my, that's our flesh. That's our humanness. But at some point you have to decide, I'm not going to keep running to that tree. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm choosing a different path for mm-hmm. me. It's uh, the truth of God's word. And it, you know, when the Bible talks about it being hidden in your heart, for me, it's, you know, you ask me a question and I say a cheerful word. I mean, it's just, I, I work hard to get it in me. I'm not, I mean, dude, I got a long way to go and I struggle, but, I, but I'm telling you, I know what the tools are mm-hmm. and I want to have them in my life because you and Grant and Ross and Michelle and all five of those sweet little kids, they deserve the healthiest me they can get. Mm-hmm. And that's the greatest gift I can give them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the greatest gift, some of you that are feeling overwhelmed, I'm sorry that you're feeling overwhelmed. I'm I'm sorry that your life is so hard right now. And uh, I'm sorry that you are going through things that are out of your control. So when you are going through things that are out of your control, I would encourage you to do everything you can to control what you can control. And that is practicing these rhythms on a regular basis. Even when it feels like you, you feel like a hypocrite, even when you feel like it's just going through the motions, go through the motions, mm-hmm. and uh, and and you'll be glad you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for that today, Dad. I know it'll encourage a lot of people. And, well, thanks, um, thanks for you know finally <laughs> getting around to us starting this podcast. Thanks for putting on some makeup. Uh, I didn't fix I my hair, but at least you got makeup. <laughs> hey, hey, one out of two ain't bad, girlfriend. <laughs> For you guys that don't know, uh, that are listening, we're we're both in Mississippi. I'm mm-hmm. at my Mississippi house for a little season. And uh, when that happens, uh, this gets a little a little uh, fattier, I guess would be the word, because <laughs> she's not calling me on the phone and we're setting this up. It's like, hey, I'm going to go next door and I call you. Yeah. And so... <laughs> I feel I feel like uh, you guys deserve for me to give her a little bit of a hard time. <laughs> yeah, and that's his love language. So I just feel extra loved when you do that. That and me cooking for you, those two things. For sure. Things. Yes, I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. I'll see you here in a few minutes. <laughs> love you. Love you. Hey, y'all. Thank you for being on this episode of our podcast and for listening every other week. Um, We just love our Hey Dad podcast family. And I hope today encouraged you. Um, I don't know where you're at in your life, but I do feel like life in general can feel uncertain and there can be pain in different aspects of our life and it ebbs and flows. And so I hope this podcast found you um, at a time when you needed the encouragement and that you can 
use it to fill your life up, but also to like encourage your friends. And so make sure you share this with someone who might need to hear some of these words of wisdom and um, just hug your babies tight today and enjoy every day we get with our family. I know I have been trying to soak in all the moments, the mundane ones and the other ones. <laughs> So I encourage you to do the same. We'll see you here in a few weeks. Y'all have a good day.